My Uncle Ben once told me, with great games comes great news ability. Right after that, he made the world's fastest rice. And then they shot him, and then the rice shot him. <laughs> PlayStation is cutting 8% of its workforce, about 900 jobs, including some from their best studios. The story was initially reported by Jason Schreier, because of course it was, but it was confirmed soon after by Jim Ryan in a PlayStation blog post. I thought Jim Ryan retired. He announced his retirement, but he hasn't left yet. Oh, he's still there. Then in another blog post, head of PlayStation Studios, Herman Holst, confirmed that Insomniac, Naughty Dog, and Guerrilla Games are all affected. On top of that, PlayStation's entire London studio is being closed. While Sony wasn't super clear with numbers, Jason Schreier was. His sources told him that Guerrilla Games is losing 10% of its staff, which amounts to about 40 of the 900 job losses. In PlayStation's infinite wisdom, they also decided to cancel a live service game set in the long dormant Twisted Metal franchise that was being worked on by Firesprite, who, you're not gonna believe this, is also being impacted by the layoffs. We just wanna make it equal, so we're firing somebody sort from of, every department. Sort of nominated determinism, isn't it? Fire Sprite? <laughs> <laughs> Last year, Sony started investing big in live service games, and they already seem to be failing by October. Maybe that's because they decided making Marathon an extraction shooter is apparently a safer bet than a new entry in a game series that's literally a vehicular combat battle royale. I don't know, I don't run a business. A new Pokemon Presents was posted to YouTube today and it had some major things to say. First, they had some minor announcements like a trading card mobile game, but they saved the real meat for later. They gave Pikachu a captain's hat. Why? Do I, do I ask? No, the big news was the announcement of a brand new open world Pokemon game, Pokemon Legends ZA, and it's got guns. No, it doesn't, it, there's no, there's no guns. The game will be set in the Kalos region from Pokemon X and Y during an urban redevelopment of Paris-inspired Lumio City. But there may be more to this announcement than it seems. Fans seem to think it's hinting at the release of the Nintendo Switch 2, a console you've never heard of before. The announcement says the game is releasing simultaneously worldwide in 2025 with some taking simultaneously to refer to multiple consoles. Adding further fuel to the speculative fire is an official tweet that says the game will launch on Nintendo Switch systems in 2025. Now, that could refer to your Switch lights and Switch OLEDs, but the rumored release date for Nintendo's next console is March 2025. And it would make sense for Nintendo to have at least one massive launch title for the Switch 2. And it would be nice for Nintendo to launch an open world Pokemon game on a console that could actually run it. Google researchers have published a paper debuting an AI model that can create playable worlds from a single image. Generative Interactive Environments, or Genie to its friends, was made by Google DeepMind's open-endedness team and can create playable games from images it's never seen before, like sketches or real world photographs. Something that was just called photographs five years ago. <laughs> According to team lead Tim Rockteschel, sure, the model was trained on over 200,000 hours of videos from 2D platformers without any supervision. I believe this is similar to the parenting strategy that creates Super Mario speedrunners. 
It isn't exactly a game generation revolution yet. It only makes 2D platformers and they look slightly deep fried and they only operate for 16 seconds with an FPS of one. But that's because this was a research project. Genie was trained on very low resolution videos, 160 by 90 pixels at 10 frames per second. With the concept basically proven at this point though, DeepMind can probably do a lot better with higher resolution video and massive amounts of computing power to make something that will truly make every indie developer cry. I need a minute. But I only need 30 seconds to tell you about the sponsor of today's Quick Bits, Iceberg Thermal. In the famous words of Andre 2000, what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold drinks. Iceberg Thermal's Ice Flow Aurora drink cooler keeps every sip of your drink as refreshing as the first, no matter how long you're stuck in queue. The Aurora is easy to set up, has a visual temperature indicator, aka RGB, and its compact design means more desk space for the things that matter. So keep your drinks refreshing and cool, just like you, by visiting the link below. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, well, you know, you're crying. I want to make everybody smile. Researchers have discovered that this is not the quick bits. Those are the five shorter stories that I'm about to reveal. It is just a preprint though. Helldivers 2 devs Arrowhead Studios have declared the game was able to handle all players this past weekend without problem. With many players shocked to learn there was a full game hidden behind the loading screen they had been marveling at. <laughs> now might be the time for new players to experience one of the most positive communities in gaming. The game's entire fan base got together to rally against a single alleged team killer named Gantz the Demon. But Gantz claims they are innocent, saying they only killed two team members after one of them killed Gantz's friend. <laughs> the accused is soon set to do an interview in order to try and prove their innocence, and I think they might have a shot. I mean, who of us wouldn't wipe our whole squad after one of your squad kills your friend and then uh, so you kill the guy who shot him, but also their friend and uh, understandable. <laughs> Pocket Pair has released a patch for the PC version of Pal World with an Xbox patch coming soon. The patch adds keyboard mapping and a save data backup option from the world select screen, but they've also fixed a number of glitches to somewhat mixed reception. Players are probably pleased that they won't return to base only to find every pal for miles stuck clipping into the same tree, but some players will likely be disappointed by the fact you can no longer sell nails for absurd amounts of cash. Pocket Pair has actually apologized for inadvertently fixing one popular exploit that allowed players to capture tower bosses, though Pocket Pair has not said that they will reverse the fix and allow players to return to building their mini boss slavery rings, cause that's- It's a totally legit labor camp. <laughs> Skull and Bones has been out for two weeks and has so far inspired many pirate enthusiasts to hop back into other decade old pirate games instead. The player count for Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, which launched in October 2013 and is actually the inspiration for Skull and Bones, is up by about 200% since Skull and Bones launched, peaking at nearly 3,600 players this past Sunday. Now, way more people are playing Skull and Bones right now, about 850,000 according to Insider Gaming's insider sources, but it's unknown how many of those players are using the free trial. 
I'm guessing it's a lot, given that it's a game about people who really don't like paying for things. Balatro, a poker-themed roguelike deck-building game, passed $1 million in sales in just eight hours. A feat that would be less impressive if a single copy cost $1 million. <laughs> or would it? Just a factual statement. The funny thing about the deck builder's anonymous developer, Local Thunk, is that they haven't really played any deck builders. Local Thunk claims they only played Slay the Spire last May to figure out how they made gamepad controls work. The developer of a game that calls itself the definitive poker roguelike also doesn't play poker, nor do they care very much about it. <laughs> Shining recommendation. It's like that old saying goes, do something you hate and know nothing about and you'll make $1 million. And Smellovision returns with GameScent, a $180 AI-enabled device created by GameScent. <laughs> According to GameScent, makers of GameScent, this gadget captures real-time audio and emits smells based on events on screen. So long as that gameplay smells like some combination of gunfire, explosions, forests, storms, or racing cars. The five smells. Only the Avatar, master of all five smells. Let me help, you're not even a smell bender, get out of here. <laughs> ah! More scents are coming, including refreshing scents like ocean, and much less refreshing scents like blood. And sports arena. Every time I play WWE 2K, I never feel immersed because I can't smell what the fans are cooking. Swamp ass. <laughs> and we'll be cooking up more gaming news on Thursday, so you better come back. You won't be able to smell me, but that's for the best.